Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This podcast is recorded on Noongar land. We'd like to acknowledge and pay our respects to the traditional owners of the land and extend that respect to any First Nations, Aboriginal, Torres Strait Islander and their elders who are listening today. We respect their spiritual relationship with their country. Have you ever wondered exactly what it is that that married man found so appealing about paying for it? Or watched the murder doco and thought, how can that monster's mother still love him? Welcome to To Be Frank, the show that invites you to step inside the world of Constance Hall as she explores the most interesting topics and people from all over the world with no BS, no filter. Now your host, Constance Hall and co-host, Claudia McLeod. Hi, Claudia. Hi, listeners. Thanks for listening. How are you, gorgeous? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Today we're talking about... Bucks Nights. Now, yep. maybe a year ago, maybe six months ago, I shared something on my Facebook and it was really crazy how many people responded to it because it was a woman who had DM'd me and she had said that her partner had told her that he had gotten back from her friend's Bucks Night and that lines were crossed. And she didn't know whether or not she should say something. And so there were so many opinions. Most people were saying, say something. Like, fuck it, you know. Bucks Nights are getting fucking toxic. I mean, even Australia Day, for example, aside from the fact that I hate it, it just becomes toxic. Like people go, oh, that's Aussie. We just get drunk. And it just becomes, it's almost like yeah. what things were. It's just the Australian way. It's just, you know, we get messy and do foul. Yeah. Things. And what really sucks is that I am such a big believer in positive masculinity and I love seeing my brothers and their male friends get together because they're such good people and they support each other and they are emotional and and it's awesome and I'd love to be able to encourage that. I don't know a woman that doesn't want her partner to have good friends and to have positive conversations and and just have people that they can turn to and talk to. But for some reason, when men get together in these groups, they tend to feel the need to do things that would be hurtful to women. Now, the whole idea of the Bucks Night and of having strippers or skimpies and even sex workers come and having this one last hurrah in my opinion, is so fucking toxic because it signifies, you know, the wife being this boring end-of-life character. You're meant to be embracing the biggest commitment of your life. Why on earth would you fuck that up and risk the trust before that actually happens? Now, I've been doing a little bit of research on Bucks Nights Mm -hmm. and I don't think it's just the buck that we need to worry about. I think it's a lot of the time other married yep, men I would coming agree. along. It's definitely and, not always the butt. Yeah, and I think anyone who's ever had a, a 
boyfriend or a husband that is really ladsy mm-hmm. will know what I mean when I say that some guys just just are looking for this excuse. I've had I know of women that have banned certain friends of the of her husband's being involved in butts nights. So they know that their husband or are having a butts night and they've said this friend's not coming because this friend is going to bring the strippers don't trust that friend and they've vetoed stuff. I don't blame them. I'm very much like that as well. Jens didn't have that smart when I married him. I've never done male skimpies, but that's a personal choice. Sorry, I'm not that? attracted to that. I, I would, that couldn't bit. think of anything worse than having a penis waved in my face. Do you know what I mean? It just like I, I'm one of those women who gets really emotionally turned on by people that I know and by conversations. Some men are restrained and they don't feel like they need to cheat or, you know, just get their dick sucked in. But they're all horny bastards, right? Like that's why gay men are so much more promiscuous and rank because it's two men together. So men in general are gross. If they've got that in front of them, they're just different. Women women just don't want to do it. I do feel like there are certain men, certain types of men. It wasn't until I met Dens that I realised that there are men that don't as well, that don't want it. I've always known that there are ones that don't. Then do they? When do they get carried away when they're with ones that do? Yeah. 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 And when you're with a guy that cheats, you tend to think every guy cheats and I think that I got stuck in that for a, a long time. So true. And it took me maybe six months to a year to trust in him because I just, you know, would be going through his phone or be and it wasn't out of wanting to snoop and fuck with his privacy. It was out of wanting to know if I'm being cheated on because I don't want to get into that again. You know, I wouldn't be reading messages between him and and, and his friends. You and, just know that they're not gonna do it. But you do you learn that they're not gonna do it. Well, you learn and you just know, like my husband's the same. He would never, he would probably be more likely to have seen the stripper or prostitute in ED the week before and be like, how's it going? And sit down and have a DM and go, friends <laughs> <laughs> would be angry because they'd just be they'd be, like, they'd be angry. They'd be like, hey, she's here to like do the veggie show. Like let her, <laughs> let her get yeah. up and do it. Yeah, yeah. But, um, See, Dens would be mean because he's actually mean to anyone that tries to crack onto him. He's really rude and I feel sorry for them. He's like, can you not touch me? Oh, really? That's so funny. <laughs> it's just like, oh, that's so know, funny. Almost too rude. Just let them down gently. We had a woman that had a crush on him once a couple that's of years ago. That's so interesting. He gets rude. <laughs> yeah. And I used Has to he always been him. like that? Yeah. Yeah, when we first got together, it was like, was he rude to you when you flipped? No, yeah. no, not to me. I think it's because he's married or was in a relationship with me. So before me, he was in an open relationship and they lived long distance and they saw other people. So I don't think, but when he is committed to someone, he just gets really grossed out by sleazy women. I didn't know Jenna was in an open relationship. I really think we should do an episode on open relationships and, yeah. you know, thruples well, and I things don't know, like that. Um, how much he would want to share or whether she would be okay with that, but it was an interesting one. I think that they were together for ages. I don't think, I think he slept with one other person, but she had a di- another relationship while they were together. Why would you want that? I can't get my head around it. One relationship is is hard enough in terms of, you know, why would you want more? I always th- thought well, that maybe about like, because polygamy. Like, like who do we bother? Especially if you live in different places, but like one, you, you still really like each other, but like he didn't have much to give at the time and she still mm. liked him or loved him, but also wanted more. I don't know. I wasn't there. I don't know the situation. From what I heard of that open relationship, it was 
kind of sweet. Like it was kind of cool. Like no one really. It worked, yeah. Yeah. He said he did get his feelings hurt once at one point. That's pretty natural. Like when you've got more than lot yeah. more, more players, there's more chance. Yeah, it is. It's just bizarre. I'd never do it. I could never do an open relationship. I'd be too jealous. And yeah. I just don't think and I, I don't could be with someone else when I was in love with that I'd other rather person. just leave them. Do you know what I mean? Like even friends with benefits relationships I don't didn't do because I was like, if I'm going to fuck you, I'm going to fall in love with you. It's like having a threesome. I couldn't think of anything worse than watching my husband bonk someone else or him watch. Like it just actually makes me not horny. It turns me on to envision it, but I couldn't actually do it ever. Actually do it. Yeah, that's interesting, isn't it? Maybe you could do it with virtual reality. Well, so I have some friends, right, and two women are bisexual, both really hot. A husband was working away and the women started hooking up and they're swingers. Everyone, you know, is swingers in that area. So the husband was cool with it. Then the husband comes back. He was cute too. So there was just this gorgeous little, you know, fucking fling thing happening. Then he comes back and just they all hotness. <laughs> just hotness everywhere. Like I would be so intimidated. They were having sex and all three of them and the, thir- the, the new girl, the third wheel girl, she was, I think, on top of the husband and the other woman just got up and stormed out. Apparently she, the one on, that was on top was like putting on a real performance and she was like being super oh. porn star hot. And, yeah, and so even these people that are like swingers, like, you know, through and through. See, that, would me. That, that would be me storming out. Me too. I would be distraught. <laughs> big dramatic. This is outright. I can't do it. I was like, when I a lot of my friends were swingers, I was thinking about it. Not that I was considering it, but I was envisioning it, like actually really considering it. Not no, actually really, you know, picturing it. How I would trying to trying to ascertain how be a swinger I would or have a threesome or what. No, no, just like being at one of the parties and, and you know, denim partaking. And because oh, yeah, like yeah. someone was telling me that they were at one of the parties and one of the girls gave a head job to one of the guys and she was saying she didn't know how she felt. And sorry, yeah, yeah. And she was like, I don't know how I feel about watching a married guy get his, his dick sucked. Mm. And so I was envisioning it and thinking, because they're all going, oh, it's not, no, you don't need to be jealous. There's no love. It's just sex. And they just really like that. And so I was thinking about it and I was thinking, could I stomach that? I'm so, like, I've never been so comfortable with someone and known so much that somebody loves me and wouldn't cheat. That kind of changes things. It means that I wouldn't have to be jealous, you know? So I was thinking about it and then I was just envisioning him getting his dick sucked and he is always so considerate and so kind and he will always like, like, if someone's carrying something, he'll help them or he'll put his, his affectionate hand on my arms or play with my hair if I'm giving him the rolls treatment. And then I was thinking he would do that to them. And I just felt so angry and so jealous. And I hated exactly. the girl that I was envisioning. <laughs> and even like, though it didn't exist. <laughs> no, it's not. nothing was even like, yeah, she wouldn't probably give my husband a job. Like, and then did you go like, and start a fight with denim about your thought? <laughs> that's how I felt. I was like, don't I was imagining this, and man. you did this, so that's it. Fuck you. <laughs> anyway, it's back to what we got. Back to the comes. The intimacy that comes with sex is totally. It's all about the intimacy. It's everything yeah. that comes along with it. I couldn't do it. You I mean, know like, that. Because right. otherwise, you'd get jealous when your doctor touched your husband's dick. It's not about that. If I was to have sex with Denim with another woman around, I can tell you right now, he would. He wouldn't be able to help the fact that he would be more excited mm. to see her pussy to touch it, it or to taste it or to. Mm, do you know don't what I mean? Say that. That's making yeah. me upset as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's making me upset for you. I know. That's why I can't do it. Anyway, 
Back to Bucks Nights. We have a couple of stories to read you from our listeners. And then mm-hmm. we also have a guest appearance by the one and only Hugh Ryan, the famous yeah. Hugh, the one that Claude went out with, the one that I'm still besties with and Claude dumped me for being besties with. People who have been on my shows know him because he's always like emceed. He's a character. He's a character. He's outspoken. He's sometimes very gross. And he's actually quite misogynistic. Well, he's, it's interesting because it's like he is such a feminist and then he's also got this total misogynistic yeah. side. It's really weird. Like, you know, it's sometimes really he, weird. Yeah, it's really weird. But when it comes to this, this is the bro code. So we'll see. We'll see whether he actually, like, is truthful today. I don't think there's any other men that I have as strong a friendship as I have with Hugh. I actually have, like, a like a girl. Straight man. Yeah. But it's like yep. even with my gay friends, like something about Hugh where he is so manly yet so it's weird. We shared a bed when we were in Bali and we would go to sleep at night like me and you would. Do you know what I mean? And yep. I don't like talking and laughing and looking up people that we used to know. I don't know yeah, anyone yeah. else like that. So, yeah, he's got a very strong um, like feminine energy in him yet he can be very misogynistic. He's an interesting one. But then he also stands up for man's right. Yeah, I don't know. I can't make sense of him. I dated him for years. Who knows? Let's see what he'll be like today. But the reason we got him on is because we were thinking about who, you know, really knows about the the Bucks world. So we thought we'd get the the man's inside scoop. So we'll see what he says because he honestly has been to so many Bucks nights. Like it's gross. Mm -hmm. So we'll see what he says. Do you want to go first and read out your listener one? I've got a good one. One of the um, DMs that I got, I've changed the names. Josie has written to us, my ex-partner came home after our neighbour's bucks night, told me that the guys didn't have any paid dancers there, but they were out and picked up a bunch of women and took them back to a hotel room. The buck went into the bathroom with one of them to do a line of coke. They were in there for an hour with the lights off. Worst part is that I went to the wife's hen's night and all she did was talk about how lucky she was to have him. I don't live there anymore, but I've always regretted not saying anything. Mm, What a tough thing to say. Yeah, but that's because we're really close friends. If you were just like a, you know, not so close, you wouldn't really want to be the one to mess up, right? Everyone shoots the messenger with cheating. Totally. But like, come on. It's one of those things like, what do you think they were doing in there for an hour? Yeah, no, right? I mean, cocaine doesn't take that long to snort. You need the lot. And then you want to go and hang out with other people outside the room because you're high. <laughs> you're talking their ears off. My husband and I set boundaries before his butt's night, which is interesting because she doesn't say before her hen's night because it's different. Hen's night was being held at our house. The boundaries were no one in the bedroom and no touching. I knew that there were going to be strippers there. He told me two years later, which was recently, that he did get a lap dance in our bedroom and the doors were shut. I feel sick that he lied to me and I also wish I didn't know and wonder what else he lied about. Why would you ever be behind a closed door with someone in a sexual, where there's sexual tension? Yeah, exactly. Why is the door shut? But also like that was the only two boundaries, you know, like, and if, yeah. yeah. Why, why ever make your wife have to question it? This is it. It's the bro code. They all fucking do it. It's fucking rank. Okay, Estelle, my uncle got a wristy at my ex-husband's bucks night. I felt terrible knowing that whenever I saw my auntie, who knows what the ex got up to, wouldn't have been the first or the last time he cheated. Yeah. Oh, my God, the old people getting in on it too. It's just gross. It's really rank. The one last one is Helen. I was a skimpy for around six months while travelling. Trust me, most of the time it's not the buck you need to worry about. It's all the other married men that are trying to get something more out of you. 
See, like, why are all those guys so gross? To not be just a complete male pylon, Dens didn't have a Bucks night with me, but he did spend time with his mates and sons the night before our wedding. He wanted to go up to the bluff, and I really do support that, and I really yeah. do support male friendships and, you know, if they're good and if they're positive. Yes. That's it. Like, what, men get really shitty because girls don't want them to spend time with their friends. It's like, well, if it wasn't toxic and cheating-related, like my brothers, they have really great groups of friends and they're not at all into cheating or into yeah. anything. Yeah. You know, and there's never been a drama with their girlfriends ever. Like, never has one of their partners said, I don't want you to see him. It's like, no, please go, get out of my head. There's trust there. There's trust. It's just about having a culture of men being with other men and it not being about drugs and sex. Gross. And lies. Yeah. All right, let's see what Hugh Boy's got to say. All right, let's get Hugh on. Do you know that everyone has been waiting for the day that we got Hugh? on our podcast and you know what's extra funny is um someone messaged me the other day and she obviously knows who you are Claudia and she also knows who Hugh is because like I've always you know Instagrammed with Hugh and she goes and she listens to this podcast and she goes oh my god I've just put this together your Hugh is Claude's ex Hugh and I was like, yes, it's a very incestual little little <laughs> group of friends. So welcome to you. Thank you so much for joining us. What's going on, sluts? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what, Hugh? Fucking, this is hilarious. This is Hugh. As a feminist, I don't use the word slut, obviously, but because when we were on tour, Hugh was asleep in the lounge room and we were all sitting around next to him and in his sleep he goes, cool. Slut. <laughs> well, it's become like a personal joke and now we say it all the time and people think, what kind of a feminist are you? But I'm like, I'm, I'm not saying it like that. <laughs> it's an inside joke. Bad feminists, like Madonna. We're, we're bad feminists. Who was the um, slut you were talking about here? I'm sleep talking. Con's nannies were in the room, so. It was probably the, one of the girls that you picked up on the tour. Tea. <laughs> <laughs> Could have been one of many. So we're doing an episode today about Bucks Nights. Con, you had the suggestion to get Hugh on the episode because for those who obviously don't know Hugh, he's quite a serial Bucks frequent. Like he likes, he's a bit of a, almost, would you say Bucks gatecrasher sometimes, Hugh? Like <laughs> sometimes you don't get invited to the wedding, but you're like, where's the Bucks? I'm there. Bucks is the main show. You don't need the wedding. My first husband went to a Bucks. It wasn't his Bucks night. Or maybe it was. The next day I got the camera. I found the digital camera and stole it. And I got straight on the phone to Hugh and I was like, Hugh, I have a close-up photo of your nuts. And <laughs> It was like, if you were my friend, you would delete that shit. <laughs> what else was on that camera roll? You gatecrashed your own husband's box party. The next you day. You came, like, banging on the door. What? Yeah, you came banging on the door, like, the next what's day going on, guys? He like, told me to. Comes in, looks around for, like, evidence. We're, like, hung over, like, frozen? what is with this crazy woman? Well, this oh, is- I was just in the area, like, <laughs> well, this is interesting. I mean, 200 this- Ks from her. This is what. <laughs> <laughs> for real? This is why we're doing this podcast. So we want to know, really, are Bucks Nights still as bad as they used to be? Because I was thinking about this yesterday and I thought, you know how like the younger other gens, they don't really drink as much anymore. Everyone's a lot, of, a lot more healthy. And, you know, a lot of women go and do their like, you know, sip, sip, whatever, they paint a picture and drink wine or whatever for their thing, for their hen's night. 
I wonder if like young, the next gen are doing like dry bug sites or are they still as disgusting as they used to be? Q? Well, I can't speak for the younger generation, but I would say that like the good old Australian fruit and veg show is never going to go away. Do you reckon no, it's not like, passing? It's, it's a right Do you really think it's never going to go away? You not. Got to eat your greens. Bananas aren't green. Along with the Gen X wave of, you know, health and, and all that stuff, being better with their money, not doing what we all did in our 20s, is also a wave of misogyny because of Andrew Tate. True. So I have noticed that there really is like a objectification of women that's become worse. We're going backwards in that area. So I would say Hugh's right in that sense. Mm. But like what I hate is... A fruit and veggie show, Hugh. Does anyone actually get turned on by seeing someone pull a broccoli out of their fanny? <laughs> what is it? Like, what is a it? Like, what is it that's so potato? Yeah, is it about seeing your your mate do it, or is it about everyone just wanting to like get in on the sickness? Like, fill us in. Maybe that's a bad example because like not every box party has a fruit and veg show. Also, not every box party has strippers. Like. Some guys will just go camping or hire a deep sea fishing charter and just go out. It is just about doing something. Also, it's your last hurrah because, like, once you're married, nuts cut off. That's not true, though. No, but it, it, well, but not in this day and age. People have already had sex. It's not like the, you know, back in the day where you're like, okay, this is it. So, you know. But what we're focusing on in this episode here is. The lines that are being crossed with cheating. And I know that it's not against your internal bro code because you don't want to admit it, but you know as well as we know that cheating happens and you don't consider it cheating, but it happens. What's your take on that, Kim? You just come out with the most bloody outrageous statements. Like, you don't consider it cheating. How would I not consider cheating cheating? Okay, well, if a guy was on his bucks night a week before his wedding and he's eating a banana out of another woman's vagina, would you consider that cheating? Getting his protein. (laughs) See, I would. I'd consider that cheating. No, I don't think. You don't think it's cheating? I don't consider that cheating. You're not going to tell us anything. It's a weird circus act. Tell me, the Bucks Nights that you've gone to, have you ever witnessed someone that you thought crossed the line? I know you wouldn't have cared. You wouldn't have done anything about it. You wouldn't have called the wife or called anyone and and reined it in. But have you witnessed it that you think, I would have thought, I would have considered crossing a line? No. I've been to like 100 plus Bucks parties. They can get a little bit standard. It's an activity. I've been to like 100 plus Bucks parties, right? (laughs) So not normal. How many weddings did you go to of those? The activities, like, <laughs> 100 plus. I've been to a lot of weddings. Three weddings and a lot of people. Hugh's here. Social, Hugh Ryan, social butterfly. <laughs> the vast majority of them being in Australia, West Coast, the day kind of can generally run pretty much the same. All the boys get together, start crushing cans, go to an activity, go go-kart and play golf, go somewhere, do something, they go to a pub, smash some more beers, then go to a, a house, have a barbecue, get some pizzas, and then get some skimpies. By about 8 o'clock at night, everyone is wasted. Girls rock up in, like, their SUVs because they're making, like, four grand cash a weekend and, like, are in control. If ever there was a case of women being in control, it's skimpies and girls that do, like, box party shows because they are making – bank they're making so much cash that they're not telling the ato about it they are in control so they come in like the bosses they are and all the guys are like 
maggot and decrepit. They get paid first, do their thing, and then they disappear into the night, not a minute longer than their allocated time. Have you ever seen something where you've gone, oh, he doesn't really want to do that, like when you felt sorry for the for the buck, where you're like, he really doesn't want to partake in that? I did. I'm glad you mentioned. I once saw a box have to do a dance-off with a skimpy, and he was really not into it. But he did it, and he actually danced better than her. Really? So someone once told me, Hugh, that, um, and this is going back 10 years, so I don't know if it's still relevant, that as the wife, it's normal to stress, like, what the fuck is going on at this Bucks night? You know, we all know, Hugh, that hand jobs and stuff happen. No. So don't tell me it doesn't. I ain't no gender traitor, okay? I think maybe you got the wrong person for this podcast. What happens on a box party stays on a box party. The first rule of box parties is you don't talk about box parties. See, as much as I love no. you, I need your listeners to understand, I've grown up with Hugh, we both have, so we have to have him around, but he doesn't re- – like, he <laughs> <laughs> And said the most disgusting things. And I've had to explain to my audience, he's like a cousin or a brother that my mum makes me take places. Like he is not <laughs> representative of any of my views. But here, what I was told, what I was getting at was that someone said to me, you don't need to worry about the strippers because the strippers, are get, like they are paid a lot of money. They have a lot of other jobs to go to and they get driven there and they're only there for their half hour and then they leave. It is the skimpies that, not saying that they're people that you need to worry about because my girlfriend was a skimpy, she said they're the ones that the most men can afford to have there for longer and they don't have a driver outside and so they are the ones that you should be more concerned about and that was just something that my friend told me and I'm wondering is that true? Is there truth in that? Not from what I've seen. I obviously can only speak to personal experience. I've never seen sex work at a box party. I've never even seen hint of sex work at a box party. You haven't seen it because they've gone off into a different room. But no. Definitely. No, we'd know. Because yeah, no, also no, no, because-, no, because I know that you went to somebody's Bucks night that I knew and there was sex with a skimpy down on the beach by the buck. Who? You didn't tell me someone else. Well, that's news to me. Can't say. On the most important things in my life being Claudia's kids, Ivy and Alba, I have never seen any inclination of sex work or or the buck hooking up with a, a skimpy or a pizza delivery driver or a stripper or anything like that. A pizza delivery. <laughs> I love the way he's wording this. He's saying he hasn't actually seen yeah, it. Yeah, of course. Or known of it going on. Or the only time I've ever heard anything like that is a friend of a friend who had a bucks party in Sydney. And, you know, Sydney's obviously – off chops with everything it does. Apparently, there was a room where for, there was like $50 head jobs going from one of the skimpies, and the skimpy made like two grand. Just one girl. That's a lot of head jobs. The buck himself didn't admit, didn't admit to having partaken, but he said that his dad had a smile on his face for like two weeks. So he was wondering if his dad got in on it. That's gross. I feel like all that sort of stuff. That's a friend of a friend, and that's Sydney. And wild things happen in Sydney, Perth, West Coast normal people, your little man-hated narrative 
you know, is, is not playing out on this one. No, we just want to get the real, the real juice. I'm telling you, it's, it's a celebration. <laughs> it's a goodbye because you're losing your brother. You know, no, like, you're such an idiot. It, it jokes, you're losing you're your brother. You're getting back in five years when his wife leaves him. It's fine. Yeah, the marriage won't last. You're losing your brother to marriagehood because he's going to get married, have kids, and then it's school runs. So it's a big final hurrah. Do some stuff with the boys. Get drunk. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Everyone that's listening to this is probably starting to hate Hugh. And I just want to point out one beautiful thing that like Hugh and Claudia broke up like what, five, ten years ago? And Hugh still swears on her children as the most important thing in his life. And he still loves her children and they love him. <laughs> and I think that's really beautiful. Just just so he can redeem himself a little bit. Redeemable qualities. See, like that's every every boyfriend I've ever had has met Hugh and been like, I don't see what you see in him. And then, like, four hours, I'm in love with him. He grows on you, trust me. Like herpes. When I was living with Hugh, he used to have a, um, well, I'm sure he still has them because they're like tokens, a drawer full of stripper cards, (laughs) you know, their contact cards. So when the bucks would, you know, come up and he'd hear about the bucks, whether he was going to the wedding or not, he was like, guys, guys. I've got this. And he'd pull out his drawer of all his stripper cards. In fact, I think that's why there was strippers at my ex-husband's Bucks Night because Hugh organised it. There wasn't. There wasn't. I think Hugh gave me shit about that for, like, the rest of my life. (laughs) I wish there was. Okay, I've got another question. What is the grossest thing you've ever seen at a Bucks Night? We had, like, Chinese food, like, you know, in the little tubs, and someone took food out, put cat food in, put noodles back on top and put it back in the pile. That's right. Who ate And then someone ate that and vomited their their ring out. Claude, the grossest thing I've ever heard is there was in, I'm talking years ago when I was like 20 and I lived in Melbourne, some like of my older friends that had lived there forever would tell me about quite a famous skimpy duo, a mother and daughter duo that did veggie shows. That makes me feel (laughs) sick. Can you imagine stripping with your mum stripping next to you? No. Ew. I know. That would never happen. Can you imagine my mum? Maybe, like, maybe in out of the way, future generations. Um, like my kids are very pro. You know, they're like, mum, you know, just get on OnlyFans, you know, do this. It's very different. But there's no way my mum would do it, you know. Yeah. Me and Hugh saw some pretty cool stuff. No, no way someone would pay for that either. <laughs> Hugh, she's probably listening to this. <laughs> Jackie could have a few few stripper days in her yet. Con Jackie's yeah, still got it. I don't think she would do stripping for a group. So I gay crashed a Bucks night once with um, Leon. It was in Melbourne at a strip club. I don't think I would be too particularly offended by the strip club antics because it's like very professional. There's like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like it's you, in like an establishment or I don't know. There's some. The woman had such core strength that she went up to the guy, the buck was sitting at his table, and she did some flip. And managed to land so that both of her legs were open on his, like, neck. And, you know, his face was obviously Amazing. super close to her puss. I was just looking at that 
responsibility and just going. It's incredible. Their bodies are that amazing, and what they can that do would not end mm. well. That's yeah. <laughs> and then, do you want to hear another story about a strip club? When I was off Big Brother, we had to go back for the finale in the Gold Coast. What week did you get kicked out of Big Brother? Was it the first week? I was the first person kicked out, but I wasn't like evicted normally. I was kicked out for lying about having a boyfriend. Anyway, that's ancient history, Hugh. That's 2005. So back to the Gold Coast. There are a lot of, it's it's a seedy, there's a lot of strip clubs. a lot of strip clubs there. And I was bored shitless and you're not allowed to go out because the media or something, but we're all normal people, right? Like we're not like celebs or anything. And we're like, fuck that. So one of the guys was sneaking out. And I saw him and I was like, what are you doing? And he was like, I'm going out. I've got friends here. I was like, I'm coming. He said, no, you're not. I said, yes, I fucking am. He goes, they're dangerous people. You're not coming. And I said, well, then I'm going to job on you. And he said, fuck it. (laughs) (laughs) This sounds really mature. (laughs) Then I go, we sneak out. We go to town. Listen, we go to a penthouse apartment, okay, and we're going up and and he's going, this guy's really dangerous. They're really dangerous like thugs. They're like, you know, mafia style. And I'm like, oh, my God, please give me a break. Like we're in the Gold Coast. And we get up there and it's this penthouse apartment. There's this like older guy. I think he's like Bosnian or Croatian or something. And he had so much drugs. Like I'm talking piles of pills, bags of cocaine, all over this table. I don't think I had any drugs. Sounds fun. I know, right? And I was, this is exciting. These guys <laughs> are already rich. So then they get a limo from the apartment. The old guy's just kind of looking me up and down a bit, right? We go in the limo. We're supposed to be inconspicuous to a strip club. Get to the strip club and it was an incredible strip club. It had like two stories, the three stories and like balcony, like looking down on this pole. And these women were like going all the way to the top of the pole doing these incredible dances. And I was just blown away by it. And I turn around and the old guy's there and he's gone, now is your turn. Show me your tits. Go on, oh. take your top off. And I'm like, oh, Christ. I know. And I was like, how about you go suck your own dick, you rank old fuck. Two seconds later, oh, he would have security that. come tell me that I have to go. Did he pull a gun on you? No, because <laughs> I pissed off the wrong guy. And I'm there going, and the yeah. guy from Big Brother just waved at me goodbye, and I had to go and find my way back to the hotel. <laughs> oh, my God, Con. Hey, Hugh, you took me to a strip club a couple of times. Well, as like a romantic date? Was it like an anniversary or something? Well, no, he did. I can't remember what it's called, but there's one in Perth. In Northridge. In Northridge that's like quite... I don't know, what's the word, like? Female-friendly? It's not. Oh, it's amazing. It, it's it's like an American rock and roll bar. It's been voted Australia's best strip club like four times. It's Voodoo Lounge. There's more girls up there, punters on a night out partying. Yeah, it's not weird if you go up, like, there was couples and, you know. Then, there, just... are, then there are guys. It's like 50-50 girls and guys there partying. Like, it is it's a great spot. I do like strippers. I know strippers aren't politically correct. They are. Strippers are great. Strippers are amazing. The winners from box parties are strippers. They make so much money out of box parties. And same with strip clubs. That is that is women empowerment. They make more than a hundred grand a year. Like make hay while the sun shines. We are pro all of it. It's the line that gets crossed, and it's is it cheating? Is it not? It's the cheating. It's cheating at the time in your life when you're meant to be the most committed. But who's crossing this line, girls? You know, it's like an archaic thing to think that you're losing yourself and you've never been with other people, so you have to have one last hurrah. It's just a party. Not so huge, like no offense, but you were raised in the Western suburbs. Just because you're not seeing it doesn't mean it's not happening. 
but where are you seeing it? Because you're just making up this like narrative. And this is what upsets me. I have heard stories from friends of mine whose husbands have told them I went to like mutual friends, husbands, bucks nights, and XYZ happened. And all the girls find out about it. And the woman doesn't know about yes. it and you just think, I wish I didn't fucking know that. And that is totally crossing the line. Because you are creating a divide between the women because pillow talk, men tell their wives everything. So, you know, they might not tell them straight away, but eventually they do. So then all the other women know and then it's it's creating a divide between women and it's humiliating for the wife. Is that my fault? No, but that's what oh, I don't agree with and you seem to be advocating for. Yes, I am pro-Bucks party. I think it's a great party. You're, you're, like you're, you're going to respect like the bro code. Your, like your 40th, like a Christian when you have a kid. Like, let's have a party. Women have hens parties. We don't go and make the strippers or get, you know, like we don't cheat with the strippers. Well, you would if you could. <laughs> Denim on his Yeah, but we don't. We we don't either. Like, men don't eat. As a rule, we don't. I don't think all men do. With his ex-wife, he opened the door. I'm pressed in your data. I'm pressed in your data. No, okay, listen. Well. Denim, my husband, on his first Bucks night, he, there's a knock on the door. He's getting ready. His mates have all gone down to the pub. He probably stayed back to do some drugs. God knows what. Knock on the door. <laughs> he opens it. There's a woman there, and she was offering him a head job. And he thought she was saying hand job. How did he get that confused? English was her second language and he was like, no, no, I'm good, I'm good. And then his friends were really pissed off at him when we were re- recounting this story earlier this week because of this um, episode. I thought that he had said, no, 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 I don't want it. But he said to me, nah, complete transparency. If I knew she was offering me a head job, I might have considered it. I thought she was offering me a hand job. I'm not into one. Right. This is him, you know, whatever, how many years ago, 30 years ago. Thanks, Denim, for the honesty. Yeah, but at least he was being honest. I mean, this shit does happen. That's what bogans do down the country. Of all the bikes nights you've been to, were there any, like, really great ones, like where people were tied to poles and, you know, like the hangover where you're just like, that was the best fucking night. It was iconic. There's been some pretty epic days. We did a magic one where we started, like, 10 o'clock in the morning. We had a barbecue at Connoisseur Civic Centre, so, like, nice big green area overlooking the ocean, did a big barbecue, and we all b- bought bicycles, and then we did a tour de fridge. I remember so we'd set that, up yeah, the, uh, yeah, yeah. And you organised this and you were very proud of yourself. And we rode around the western suburbs, smashing cans, got down to Netherlands Foreshore, did that like, had that like giant inflatable, what are they called, like the giant soccer balls that you yeah. stand into, they're like soccer suits. Oh, yeah, yeah. And you That's roll. fun. That's fun activity. Yeah, and then we played that, and then we went back to our house to a barbecue. And we all fucked with strippers. Watch the Lizzo <laughs> show. <laughs> yeah, okay, yes. So that was, yeah, that was a good one. I remember seeing photos of the first part of the day. The activities are what makes it, and the crew. And then, like, then there's always, like, this little thing at the end where there's boobies. But, like, you guys are making the boobies the most important thing. Well, that's the thing. Like, if it's only a small thing, it's a shame that it ruins everything because I, and I don't know a woman out there who isn't married to a man that she would encourage and love for him to have more quality time with his friends and, you know, to go out more, go on more weekends away, be with your mates as often as you want because we want to do the same with our girlfriends as long as that seedy element of when boys get together, they like to cover shit up for each other and fucking cheat. If that wasn't there, 
we would hardly even want to fucking see you guys. Like we'd be like, I'm going out. You were making this bigger than Ben Hur. You were ma- you were creating this element of seediness and cheating that doesn't exist in the majority. I don't make this up. It's obviously experience. Oh my god, Wait, this is we've had people contact us and tell us stories, and we've heard them ourselves. We're not making anything up. Yeah, but what's the data? Is it one in a hundred? Is it one in a well, thousand? We're asking like, you. You're not giving us. Well, I'm just telling you, I've been, I've been to 100 plus bucks parties and I've, I've never seen anything like that or, and, or heard of anything like that. I just want to say one thing to the women listening. If you are getting married and you have a husband and or a fiancé, sorry, and you're feeling nervous about what him and his friends might be getting up to on the bus, this is a fucking warning sign, girls. You should be able to trust that he wouldn't want to, he wouldn't do anything. If his mates got strippers, he'd play along or whatever, but he would never. That's so you true. You, it's so true. You know you know what your partner's going to get up to. Yeah. Like, you know, Hugh, God forbid if we had ever ended up getting married or something, I would have known that you would have been doing the, the ultimate, the worst. <laughs> yeah, did you ever cheat on Claudia? You're not a cheat, are you? Never. Oh, 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 oh my God. Stop. This is not well, the This forum. is not the forum to bring up old wins, but. This is not oh, the forum. Timelines I think our listeners blurred. already know why we're not together, but that's okay. We're, we're mates. We're not mates. We're Bexies, best exes. Oh, no, that's tragic. <laughs> that's, Claudia, that's, that's Claudia's word, not mine. Bexies. I'm like, we're Bexies. Oh my God. What, what's that dance? <laughs> For the listeners who listened to one of our earliest podcasts, when we did the podcast about like think, bad things that you did to like exes, Hugh is the ex that I did the, the most, you know, horrible things to. Like I put chicken, raw chicken in his car. How was that, Hugh? Was that enjoyable? I cracked an egg, a raw egg, in a bag of your clothes. I bring the best out in people. <laughs> I must be really infuriated. <laughs> and she, and he's also the ex that the reason me and Claudia didn't talk for a year. Be, remember how we both had different ideas of what our fight was over? Oh, yeah. yeah was so I thought our fight was over you, you being a cunt to me over the fact that I took one of my partners back after he cheated and you thought that our fight was because I we didn't get angry at Hugh and, and give him a wide berth when you guys broke up. So, yeah, I was like, you're not allowed to still be friends with Hugh. We're, we're going through a breakup and I'm very upset. And <laughs> we, just both, we both didn't speak for ages and didn't know why. <laughs> <laughs> and now look, now yeah, look at us. Now look at us. Three best friends. So the last time she made an appearance on my No, you're so forceful. You just force your, your way back into people's lives. <laughs> you're at the birth of my kids. Like you just, I, you're always there. I mean, <laughs> always there. Always. He's like a child. He's baby. And Claude said to me, I just left you there because he was just not leaving. So I was like, I'm out of here and he can spend the night with the new couple and their baby. <laughs> yeah. I think my favorite one, and this just sums it all up for me. When my sister had a baby, I was banned from the hospital. Like we weren't allowed to mm. come to the hospital, whatever. That's, that's everyone's choice. Con had a baby like, a month later, I was in the room like two hours after she gave birth. Cutting the umbilical like, cord. <laughs> yeah, with the baby, eating the food of the husband, like took husband number one down the pub for pints. Yeah, and he is, and the nurse is telling Hugh what medication I needed. 
And it wasn't like until the day when I left, I was like, no, he's not the baby's dad. The funniest part was <laughs> all like drugged up and the woman's come in and she'd asked me to wee in a like crate, like a, it was made out of like, like an egg carton material. She wanted me to wee in that she wanted to see how much blood was in my wee. So I had done that and I'd stumbled back into bed and she was just there chatting away, holding me <laughs> um, Yeah, and then the lady the came in and she said, um, have you weed in the thing yet? And I said, yeah, I have. She goes, all right, I'll send someone to come and get it in a second. And she goes, gross, did you be in a carton? It's in the bathroom. I'm going to go have a look. <laughs> so rank. You wanted to see how much blood was in my wee after giving birth. <laughs> so rank. But also you you loved wetting, like taking the guy to wet the baby's head as well. Yeah, that's another tradition. Sensing you have a tradition. Here. Tradition. The man, the manly tradition. No, leave the mum alone. These are traditions. Mm. You, you have a baby, you wet the head. I think that's the worst one of all, actually. I'm a, I'm, I like tradition. I'm one for tradition. Sure, but why are these traditions all based around hurting women and leaving women alone? <laughs> Jesus Christ. You're saying about Andrew Tate right now. You want me to start an Andrew Tate rant, or is it Anthony Tate? God, I hate that guy. Yeah, go on. Give us your give us your take on that. Because uh, honestly, no, I've got no take. Why do you make everything turn everything around to be anti women? Like, because everything wet in the head. A, a man celebrating the birth of his child. How is that well, anti women? The, the, the woman hasn't slept in four days. Her vagina's been ripped all the way to her ass. She can barely walk. Her nipples are fucked. Yeah, so and she her needs husband's to rest. Like, but they should Exactly. She yeah, can't. so she needs her husband the to look after the baby while she rests. For a three-day bender with Uncle Hugh. Yeah, with two pints one hour isn't going to no, kill anyone. No, that's totally not. I, I agree with that, except in my case it's been longer than that and it's <laughs> <laughs> without naming names. In your case it's been longer than that. Anyway, Hugh, thanks for coming on. You haven't been as honest as we thought you would be. Girls, I just don't have the dirt. I know what you want. You want filth, dirt, depravity. And as I said, on Alma and Ivy, I don't have it because it doesn't happen. It's not common. I'm sure there are instances where rank stuff it does occur, but it's not common. And it's definitely not common like with me and my bros. Bro code. Apart from the cat food, what's the grossest sex show you've seen, but not in Thailand, like in a fun show. most explicit? Yeah. To be most explicit? Wait, wait. Yeah, was there anything that made you go, ooh, like? It didn't, wouldn't make he, him do that. It would make him go, yeah. Yeah, no, you get pretty desensitised to, no, I mean, it's like, you know, you've seen one character, you've seen them all. Really? Rich, really yeah, there's nothing really. It's not really like it's not really that wild, guys. I'll be honest with you. Really, I think it's pretty wild. Not, it's not when you've been to a hundred plus. Sorry, I will say. You know what? Like the sh- they call it the show. It's so rehearsed and so stage managed that it's not even hot. Like it's not even hot. It's it's it's, it's, a, it's a circus. Yeah, it's a circus show. Like you know, she's like, I'll do this now and then, like. I'll do it this way so these guys can see, and then I'll move over here and do it this way so these guys can see. Like and then, oh, my God, my, yeah. my half hour is up. I'll take my 1200 bucks and go and get in my SUV. And then is there always, like, one seedy guy that, like, tries to talk to the strippers and tries to, like, crack onto them and stuff? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we know and, who and that is. All, we all know who that is <laughs> in my group of friends. Um, and, like, and try the worst is when, like, a guy will try – like corner the skimpy like in the kitchen and just chat to them like one on one. Oh yeah. But that's not fair on the rest of the guys and maybe shyer guys, quieter guys, like because then she's not out getting drinks and like, you yeah. know, socializing. 
Um, they're hogging. They're hogging the skimpy. Yeah. Yeah, hogging the skimp. Yeah, I'm not like other guys. <laughs> yeah. So embarrassing. Often do you do this often? Yeah. You oh, know yeah, what yeah, I will yeah. do? Yeah. I don't know. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not into this sort of thing, you know, but I'm just. In yeah. Melbourne, there was peep shows. Are there peep shows in in Perth? Oh, yeah. I've been to a yeah, peep show. Yeah, we used to go to them on our way home from work or we'd be like drunk at, after work and the guys would want to stop in. So I always found it fascinating. I'm a bit of a sex creep. Like I want to know all the details. You know what I mean? I find sex work really fascinating. I find, you know, the, I found the peep shows super fascinating too. Actually even turned me on a bit if I'm going to. Con, you should you should give it a crack. Doing one, yeah. Do you know what I'm actually starting to think? That's maybe the only way that you're going to find out the the stuff you want to know. You're just going to have to get in there and do yeah. it. Well, Dan's just yeah, like have the journalists go and do it for a you know, just get in there. Undercover yeah. stripper, yeah. Undercover veggie show, yeah. yeah. Would you do a peep show? Because then you're sort of like behind the you're behind the glass and you've got that sort of barrier yeah, there. Anonymity. Anonymity. Yeah. Would you do that? Me. Yeah. I'd have, I think, I'd have vaginal like insecurities. I'd be like, uh, really? I but they just love it. Like, it's just like a, they love all Well, that's what I like you know? about OnlyFans because OnlyFans is not airbrushed. It's not like, it's not got all the lighting yeah. and the, you know what I mean? Everything. So things are sort of more natural. And I yep. think that might be getting more of a, they like the real woman. Yeah. I guess maybe I would. natural. I've never even, yeah. Really and they want to feel like it's, it's real, you know? Yeah. It's just um, it just makes mm. me feel um weird. The, the OnlyFans, the women that are the most popular are are the you know real real women. Our natural, yeah. Mm. Thanks so much, you for your raw honesty yeah. today. Yeah. Like it's just been I'll get you on for all sorts of things. You know, we'll I ain't no gender trader. Well, both of you, neither of you returned my calls, so it's good to fucking get I some FaceTime. You. <laughs> uh. <laughs> They're like, do you want to do a podcast? I'm like, yeah, I'd love to, bloody, I'd love to chat. Well, you're moving back at the end of the year. Everyone, Hugh's moving back at the end of the year to help me build the commune, and um, we're going to make a reality TV yeah. show out of it. So, yeah, we'll be touring the next year. Sounds good. And Claude, I'll help with school runs. <laughs> I actually would take you up on that. Yeah, I, I actually will so, be there. Guys, Claude's new husband, who I absolutely love as well, hasn't met you yet. So that's a relationship that we're going to have. James, me and James, <laughs> bring Maybe buddies. We should, we should do that. Or like, you know, that could be an episode. Yeah, that's an episode. That would be Live so streamer. great. He must be a pretty cool. He's really cool. He's, he'd be a pretty cool guy if he's, you know, with you, Claude's. Cheers, guys. Love you. Love you lots. You look great. And thanks to all the queens out there listening and supporting. Like, go Rafiki. Boom. <laughs> so, and also for a bit more context, listeners, Claude and Hugh went out in when they were young and then they had like a big break and then they got back together. So when, during that big break, every single time I saw Hugh, he was like, I miss Claudia. Then they finally got back together and I was so excited because I was like, oh, my God, my two best friends together, like we're going to go on all these holidays. We're going to, you know, we've but we've all got kids now. Me and Claude have kids and it's going <laughs> to be so fun. And then they got back together and it just kind of made me and Claude realise that she was really boring in day-to-day life and I never saw them. And when we got back together, it was like a um, – and Hugh will back me up here. I think it was like we, it was like a, almost like a comfort thing. You know how sometimes when people, you hear it often, like people getting back together with someone they dated when they were in high school or, 
you know, you, you sort of go back to what you're familiar with, but really there was no. Especially when you first break up with someone, you don't want to go out. And meet but then we were just like mates. Like it was just, you know. Not not a romantic. Yeah, you you were so like mates. Like every Sunday morning, you'd send me a photo of all of his stuff out the, in the garden that you'd packed up and put in bags. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so over this guy. He's just moved in. <laughs> <laughs> he even had his own room. <laughs> Thanks for listening to another episode of To Be Frank. If you enjoyed this episode and want more, be sure to click follow. And leaving a review helps others find the podcast. Join us next time as we explore more interesting topics and people from all over the world. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.